Hello and welcome to another episode with Chat with Ty. Today we're diving into a new series called Talking Sports. Episode one is going to be on baseball. And today I have the honor to introduce Henry Lennenberg. Um, went to high school with Lenny, with Henry. He's from Washington. He's been playing baseball pretty much his whole life. Played first base at Yakima for the past three years. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Henry? Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for having me, first off. Yeah, like Tyler said, I'm Henry Lenneberg. Currently go to University of Washington studying mechanical engineering, but uh, played baseball at Yakima Valley Community College for three years. Um, Fun fact, I really like mountain biking now. Tell me a little bit about your journey um, and story with baseball. So how did you start and why did you start playing baseball in the first place? Yeah, well, I started playing, uh, I think in third grade, probably. Um, it wasn't wasn't the first, first sport I played. Uh, I was into soccer at first, um, but I think my dad suggested that I try baseball and I did and I enjoyed it. Started getting really into it in middle school. Started following like major league teams and and playing more competitively. And then in high school, uh, obviously played on the high school team and played summer ball and travel ball. Started training more year round. Yeah. All right. Pretty much you started with soccer and then decided that you're not built for running, which (laughs) we both are, and decided to play baseball. So tell me a little bit more about your experience with travel ball. Did you enjoy the process? How much work did you have to put in? I don't know if you have any knowledge on the potential or the cost related with playing travel ball. So tell us a little bit more about your experience with travel ball, the pros and cons. Yeah. So pretty sure I started travel ball freshman year of high school with a a program called Northwest Prospects. And we, they had an indoor training facility and an old warehouse with, with turf and a bunch of batting cages. Um, so we would, we would typically start training, I would say like October, November. And then, uh, it was only a couple days a week in the winter. Um, getting batting practice, taking ground balls. And then it would really start to pick up closer to baseball season after after uh, the high school season was finished. Um, and then we would we'd play a bunch of tournaments. Uh, we, we participated in a, usually in some sort of league. So we'd play those games during the week and then usually have a tournament on the weekends. In terms of cost, I don't know for sure, but I think it's a couple thousand dollars um, for the whole whole program. But I would say it's definitely worth it if you're trying to improve and actually become a good baseball player. Because at a small small high school like Charles Wright, where I went, um, the the instruction and coaching is nowhere near the caliber that it would be at at a uh, training facility. So you mentioned 
the difference in the level of ex expertise and training intensity between regular high school and travel ball. Can you tell me a little bit more about why there's a difference? Like how they were different? Is it because of the people, like the coaches, the quality of the coaches or the intensity and the duration that they have? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. Well, I guess starting with the coaches, uh, all, all of our coaches at NPA uh, played collegially or professionally pretty much. Um, so right away, that that sets the bar a little bit higher. Our high school coaches weren't, one of them, one of them played collegially uh, and professionally. But so overall, just the level of coaching, they know a lot more about the game uh, and they know how to teach it. In terms of the players, it, it attracts more talent, I'd say. Uh, and on the high school team, pretty much anyone can show up and uh, give it their best shot and play. But at a, on a travel team, a lot of the times you have to try out to make the team. Um, so that it just, it limits the number of people that can play. And you actually, you, you really should be dedicated and, and wanting to get better and play at the next level. In terms of practices, I would say there's just, you get so many more reps. I mean, we, you could be hidden in the cages for an hour, hour and a half, get well over a hundred swings. And if you do that and accumulate that many reps, it's, it's bound to pay off. You're bound to improve. And you just, you, you wouldn't get that just through playing high school baseball. Shorter time period and not, not getting as many reps in throughout the whole year, pretty much. That's very interesting to learn. So let's move on to college ball. After, after high school, you decided to pursue playing baseball in college at Yakima. What prompted you to make that decision and what was it like to be playing in college? Yeah, so by making that decision, I, I just I really liked baseball and I didn't want to give it up at that point. Um, I had plenty more left in the tank and Yakima seemed like a really good fit for me. Uh, it allowed me to to knock out a lot of my undergrad requirements because um, I was planning on majoring in engineering. And it was also a very competitive program uh, for community colleges. They, they moved a lot of players on, and that was my goal initially, uh, entering college to, to transfer to a bigger school. And it was, it was pretty close to home. So... All, all around, it just seemed like a really good fit for me. Really liked the coaches and the area. In terms of like getting used to the level of play and how things run in a college program, uh, it was certainly a bit of a culture shock, I would say. There's there's not a whole lot of messing around. Like you got to be on your on your shit, and uh, I I liked that, but. It also stressed me out a little bit. It was intimidating being around some some pretty high level players. Uh, I remember walking into the locker room my first day and looking to my left, seeing 
seeing what looked like a 40 year old man with, with back hair and a full beard looks my right see another full beard jacked triceps like this big dude and uh i was intimidated for sure but but i'm very very glad that i stuck with it uh after my first year it was it was a blast um improved a ton as a player and and learned learned a lot so yeah the the first first few months are tough it's usually tough for anyone in college but once i once i got used to the program and the people came close with the coaches uh it was, it was a lot of fun amazing it is really nice to hear that whatever you do um whatever you go to college for it's always very intense and stressful to try to fit into a different environment a brand new environment where you don't know a lot of people and you're just trying to constantly adapt definitely i had the similar experience um going to from a small high school to one of the largest university in the in the country and transferring halfway through college and going to a completely new uh new city and experiencing life in a completely new environment so tell me a little bit more about what your day-to-day -day training schedule look like at Yakima. Yeah, and yeah, that's a really good point. Everybody has a transition period. But in terms of day-to-day -day stuff, well, once you get there, uh, it's basically fall ball, um, which includes practice five days a week, uh, usually two to three hour practices and then lifting outside of that uh, either before or after um, my freshman year lifting was set up as it was like a team lift um, so we were required to all be there at the same time uh, post practice and then we would scrimmage on Saturdays uh, usually two nine inning games. So that's a lot of time on the field. Um, we would play usually like against ourselves. We had enough players to pull it off about 40 to 45 guys on the team um, and, and just compete. Uh, and that, that usually goes on for two months, I would say. And then in December, we have we have all of December off from baseball. Um, usually at that point, it's, it's nice to get a little break. Uh, you're still expected to get your reps in on your own and to lift, but no team affiliated uh, practices. And then when we come back in January, uh, it's Usually the weather in Yakima is pretty rough, lots of snow. So we do a lot of indoor training, um, continuing in the weight room. And we would start uh, 6 a.m. practices. Uh, we would hit in the cages for about an hour every day. And then during the week, yeah, we, we would still have practice every day in the afternoon, usually a little bit shorter and it's in the gym so it's only so much you can do when you're inside but a lot of bunt defenses a lot of uh working on footwork 
in terms of fielding, pitchers would throw bullpens, and of course, some conditioning on the on the basketball court. And then once once you get to the season, no more 6 a.m. 6 a.m.s last for a couple months. Uh, and then they stop doing that once we can get outside on the field. It's mm-hmm. full, full go practices. Our in-season schedule usually consists of about 20 non-league games uh, where we would uh, play doubleheader on Saturday, doubleheader on Sunday. A lot of baseball. Uh, that's one thing. If you're if you're playing at a community college, you got to get used to playing a lot. And it, it's definitely a transition because in high school, you used to seven inning games, doubleheader maybe. Yeah. But playing that many innings in one weekend, like it, it, it gets to you for sure. Uh, you got to be on top of your your recovery, and then once once those twenty games are done, we usually start league play, where you play a doubleheader on Wednesday, doubleheader on Saturday. Those those are pretty competitive games. Like you're going all out to win, since those games really matter for playoffs. Uh, and you usually play about thirty of those. And yeah, you get you usually get one rest day or one full off day during the season. Uh, a week so you gotta make the most of those but it's it's definitely definitely a, a grind both physically and mentally body definitely starts to to wear a little bit i can't imagine playing 162 games that's that's pretty crazy but they're also not like running as hard in practice probably so you mentioned that you only get like one day of rest in season per week. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you were able to recover in just one day? And do you have a routine that you do, uh, some ritual and stuff that you go through to help your body recover? Yeah. So usually also I want to throw in that that pregame practices are fairly laid back, like mostly just taking BP. Uh, we would do a, a drill called 27 outs where you have to make 27 plays perfectly in a row. Otherwise, you restart. Um, but that's that's fairly laid back, just putting the pressure on that you actually have to make the plays. Um, but in terms of recovery days, uh, some people, I, I don't know, I, I always did some stretching and foam rolling. Uh, us, I would usually get a lift in on an off day as well, just because uh, I, I didn't like lifting right before games. I wanted to feel fresh, but yeah, uh, I was never an ice bath kind of guy. <laughs> um, just yeah, some some active recovery, foam roll, stretch, uh, light lift. Yeah, the off off days were nice. <laughs> Definitely feel the active recovery aspect of the things for lifting and stuff working out and lifting it's very important to know how to take rest days and when to take them and a lot of times i feel like my body gets very very sluggish though on mondays because i have two straight rest days if i don't do active recovery so it's definitely something that i think is important to put into any training schedules in general you mentioned that now you're going to college at University of Washington, pursuing a degree in engineering. 
can you i remember i remember you told me life was a little different and can you tell me a little bit more about how you were able to adapt to life after baseball and how it's different and how you're able to find your next drive yeah so in terms of life after baseball my retirement i've really enjoyed uh, getting into mountain biking and lifting and finding other ways to uh, push myself and compete and stay active just having so much more time uh, throughout the day and not having to worry about recovering for games or for practices or being at peak performance uh, it it's uh, you have a lot more freedom and it's it's been really nice finding other ways to to still enjoy competing play a lot of a lot of pickup basketball and uh, it's, it's nowhere near the same uh, in terms of like leveling of intensity and stuff but I would certainly say lifting has has filled filled a void because with with lifting like you have to be consistent you have to uh be determined to if you if you really want to improve and improve your physique um i see a lot of correlation between putting the time in and the weight room as like putting the time in uh in the batting cage and taking ground balls um so i was and also in terms of routine uh when you're when you're playing college sports you you have a very set routine you know when practices you know when you need to lift you know when you need to do schoolwork and i found that that being consistent in the weight room allows me to just stick to a schedule and stay disciplined um instead of getting distracted and and wasting my day you know um so luckily luckily yeah, there's there's a lot of mountain biking is is another thing. Being able to enjoy different stuff that I wasn't necessarily able to enjoy when I was playing. Definitely, it's always about finding that next thing to fill the hole. You know, kind of like the next journey, the next goal, and just striving towards your next goal. And obviously, I feel the same with establishing a routine. And also with lifting, um, I grew up playing sports as well. I played through high school. I played baseball with you, um, football, all the other stuff. But due to injuries, I had to retire a little bit earlier than you. But I found joy and and reignited my passion for competitiveness in lifting. So that's kind of how I start my day most of the day is through getting a good lift in and making sure that I start my day and week off on the right foot so I can get things done and be organized throughout the day. So I definitely relate to that. One more question for you. Since you have played baseball for pretty much your whole life, what is what what's some advice for either someone who's just started playing baseball or someone who's playing travel baseball right now or considering playing or someone who's considering playing in college um what's say two or three advice that you would give someone like that yeah that's another good question um 
one huge thing in college is you gotta you gotta be hustling and giving a hundred percent. I I think that's one thing that I was able to edge out uh, some competitors on, um, like earning earning the starting job was just that every day I, I showed up and I I gave a hundred percent and did what I needed to do. It wasn't like goofing around and really listened to what the coaches had to say because um, yeah if you're if you're not hustling it's they'll automatically cross you off the list uh even if you got a lot of talent another thing would just be really really be dedicated to your craft and want to improve try to find any way you can to improve um i found studying the mental game uh to be of tremendous help and putting in a lot of reps in the cages um you have to you have to earn earn your playing time no doubt about that and then i would say lastly just just be a a great teammate that that makes a big difference and the closer you are with your teammates usually the more fun you'll have and in in yakima the culture was like you're all you're all brothers and you might not get along Outside the field, that's totally fine. But when you're on the field, you better be fully supporting your teammates, uh, kind of rah-rah, like cheering them on and all that from the dugout if you're not playing. Uh, there's absolutely no selfish behavior on the team. Um, and and yeah, it, the more selfless you are, usually that elevates the overall level of play at, as a team in general. Um, so I guess to, to summarize it would be always always hustle, uh, give your best effort on the field, make sure you're putting in the reps, putting in the work, uh, you can't fake it. If you're not practicing, it'll show. And lastly, be the best teammate you can and uh, be selfless for the team. Yeah, definitely. From all different industries, a couple of the things that's very important for success um, is you have to be committed. You have to have that level of, of commitment and also have the right mindset to know what you want and to be able to um, work towards that goal with the same level of intensity and commitment. And also it's very important as you know working in sports industry or just working in any industry in general is to always be a team player and create that bond with the people that you work with and that will generate that synergy that will boost the team as a whole i guess well thanks henry for coming up and talk about baseball and chat about baseball with me i definitely learned a lot more about what what life is like with baseball and what it takes to be successful in sports or just in general. It's a good start to my new series, Talking Sports. And this is Chat with Ty. I will see you guys next time on another episode with Chat with Ty.